Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. Selfies are now five times more deadly than shark attacks. A Hell's Angels clubhouse is actually a Pokemon Go location. And Canada takes their garbage back from the Philippines, ending a long trash dispute. These are the weird stories for today. This is Tuesday. This is Weird AF News. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I'm glad you're here. Joining me. You're going to hate to hear this, but apparently selfies are now five times more dangerous than shark attacks. I don't know how that's possible. I've never, like, held my phone up to my face to take a photo and then been bitten by a shark. Well, that doesn't make any sense, does it? But you get the idea. How could they be so dangerous? I take selfies all the time. Well, the article says, as people take bigger and bigger risks for the perfect selfie. I think that's the problem. Everybody's trying to take the perfect selfie. You just got to take a selfie and move on with your life. All right? It doesn't have to be perfect. Okay? If people are judging you based on the level of perfection of your selfie, those aren't your friends. Who cares? The article says that the smartphone selfies have become five times more deadlier than shark attacks, believe it or not. Between October 2011 and November 2017, apparently 260 people died taking selfies around the world. That was compared to only 50 people that were killed by sharks in the same period. Other statistics about selfie death. It says that while women take the most selfies, young men who are more prone to taking some risks make up three-quarters of the selfie deaths in drownings, crashes, falls, or even shooting accidents. India, with a population of more than 1.3 billion and 800 million cell phone users, holds the record for the number of people dying in the act of photographing themselves, with 159 so far. Unbelievable. I think I remember doing a show an episode, a story rather, out of India where people were dying trying to take selfies with cows. Something weird like that. India, man, what's up with that? India has seen selfie-snapping groups of youths die when they were hit by a train or drowning when their boat sank at the moment they were clicking the shutter. The situation has become so dire and Uh, that India has set up a no-selfie zone. There's actually 16 of them in Mumbai alone. No-selfie zones. That's outrageous. The country came in far ahead of Russia, who had 16 deaths, and the United States, 14. I would have thought the U.S. had way more selfie deaths, to be honest with you, because, I mean, we're so vain. In Russia, people have fallen... In Russia, people have fallen from bridges and high-rise buildings, shot themselves or even died while handling a landmine. Police in Russia issued a guide to selfies without danger. In the United States, most of those involved in selfie deaths fatally shot themselves while seeking the perfect pose. A number of people have fallen to their deaths at the Grand Canyon as well. Man. In January, Taiwanese social media celebrity Gigi Wu known as the Bikini Climber, for taking selfies on top of mountain peaks, dressed in a bikini, 
died when she fell into a ravine. Even when they are not fatal, selfies can be extremely macabre. How, Jonesy? Well, social... Uh, in 2014, a Brazilian woman sparked rage online when she took a smiling selfie in front of the coffin of presidential candidate Eduardo Campos at his funeral. Social media influencer Sueli Toledo also caused a stir online when she posted a picture on Instagram with the caption, My look today for the funeral of a super friend. Selfies in places deemed scared or hallowed, especially when they honor the dead, can also raise questions. At the former Nazi death camp of Auschwitz in Poland, visited by two million people every year, museum staff do not hesitate to contact people who post selfies deemed to be inappropriate. Of course, you should approach places like that with the utmost respect and not be taking inappropriate pictures there, like in a bikini at Auschwitz. It's, that's awful. The article goes on and on giving instances where selfies can be dangerous or inappropriate. But I think we get the message. I got to say, though, I don't think it's more deadly than shark attacks, though. I mean, because if you take into consideration the number of selfies that you survive, right? It's a high percentage of selfies. Most of us survive 100% of our selfies. Most people do not survive 100% of shark attacks. It just doesn't happen. So this is a... This is a matter of looking at, at the statistics a certain way. You're not, you know, in general, you don't survive a shark attack. And if you do, you know, you're usually missing a, an arm or two. And then you can't take selfies because you don't have any arms. It's terrible. See how I brought it all together? <laughs> so what's the message here? It's to be careful while you're shooting selfies. And don't... Be careful. That's very general, Jonesy. That's not helpful. But yeah, I mean, like... You know, you don't have to get to the very edge to take the selfie. Get close to the edge, not exactly on the edge. In other words, use some common sense. That's what I mean by don't take crazy ones. You can take somewhat crazy ones. Also, don't strive for the perfect selfie. Just be happy, you know, with like a selfie that's pretty good. We're all going to enjoy it if it's pretty good. You're not going to be kicked off Instagram and fired because your selfie wasn't perfect. Okay? Don't put so much pressure on yourself with these selfies, okay? Your intrinsic value of who you are as an individual isn't dependent upon how many people hit that little heart on your Instagram photo, okay? If that's how you're determining your own self-worth, then you need to rethink everything about your life, not just where you're taking pictures. You got it? Good. A Hell's Angels clubhouse is actually a Pokemon Go gym location. Yeah, that's not too dangerous. <laughs> this is outside of Vancouver. Pokemon Go enthusiasts that might be wandering around a place called Coquitlam, looking for significant sights in the hit game, may find themselves at a surprising location. The Hell's Angels clubhouse on Burnett Avenue shows up as a designated Pokemon gym, meaning Pokemon Go players are expected to congregate there for battles with rival players. Well, and you find yourself having a battle with a Hell's Angel. <laughs> so you get to battle on two different levels. You get to battle in the digital world, but then you also get to battle in the physical world. You get to get your ass kicked on both levels. It's one of the only places you can do that. Yeah, they discovered this recently. 
that this Hells Angels Clubhouse is a Pokemon Go gym location. And the spokesman for BC's, British Columbia's anti-gang agency, said that it's totally inappropriate for the popular gaming application to send people to the clubhouse of the, no, no, the notorious biker gang. Yes, it is inappropriate for the Pokemon game to send you to a dangerous location. Why don't they send you inside a volcano <laughs> while, you're, while they're at it? Here's a quote. We think it's highly inappropriate that this game would include a location that attracts all ages, including children, to the location of a gang that is not only well-known as the Hells Angels is, but includes people who are involved in the highest levels of organized crime, including violent crimes. They spoke to one young player outside the clubhouse who also expressed surprise at the gym location. They shouldn't be sending people there, said the youth who asked not to be identified. I don't know why you, you know, don't want to be identified. You didn't say anything controversial. Well, the Hells Angels have a spokesman, which is funny to me. Uh, well, you know, Hells Angels, they got to get PR, you know. Their spokesman named Rick did not respond to an emailed request for comment. The Coquitlam Hells Angels Clubhouse is the base of the Vancouver chapter of this biker gang, which is one of the three oldest. It was founded in 1983. Pokemon Go gym sites are locations in the game that are superimposed on top of real-world landmarks. The landmarks are usually historical or high-traffic sites. Yeah, those of you who don't know how the game works, I've never really played it. I've seen it played. But the game sends you places in real life and then it's mapped over by their game digitally so that when you're at a site physically, you will actually be at a site within the game digitally. And, you know, centers like this, they call a gym, is a place where you can go and then battle other Pokemon people. You know, it's a place to go if, and it's a thing to get involved in if you don't feel like getting laid, you know. Police earlier raised concerns about the safety of players staring at screens distracted as they wander around city streets. Yeah, they do that with the Pokemon especially. They, their faces in the screen and they're walking around cities. Pretty dangerous. Now, they're sending you to the Hells, the Hells Angels Clubhouse. Also dangerous. <laughs> Why don't they send you in the middle of a gun shooting range? Earlier this week, a player jumped onto the SkyTrain tracks to catch one of the virtual Pokemon monsters, setting off alarms and prompting a warning by transit police. And last week, Vancouver police expressed concerns when a civilian employee discovered a virtual Venonat, that must be like some creature, was located inside the police department's headquarters. <laughs> police department wants to remind the public that they shouldn't be wandering around private buildings, nor the clubhouse of any sort of gang. Yes, yes. I would like to somehow hire a programmer to hack into the Pokemon Go game and direct people to my next comedy show. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, my next comedy show. That's that's a Pokemon Go gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go there, everybody. Canada has taken the garbage back from the Philippines, ending a long garbage dispute. Another story out of Vancouver. Tons and tons of Canadian garbage left in the Philippines for years has arrived back home over the weekend, putting an end to a festering diplomatic row that highlighted how Asian nations have grown tired of being the world's trash dump. Is that a fact? 
Are the world's Asian nations being the world's trash dump? I was unaware of this. We shouldn't be dumping our trash on Asian nations, everybody. We should be taking this trash and shooting it into space with rockets. <laughs> That's probably not the best idea either. A cargo vessel loaded with about 69 containers of rubbish docked in a port on the outskirts of Vancouver. The trash will be incinerated at a waste-to-energy facility, local officials said. This conflict dates back to 2013-2014 when a Canadian shipping company shipped containers mislabeled as recyclable plastics to the Philippines. The shipment actually contained not recyclable plastics, but a mixture of paper, plastic, electronics, and household waste, including kitchen trash and diapers, even though Philippine law prohibits imports of mixed plastics and household trash. Some of the waste was disposed of in the Philippines, but much of it stewed in local ports for years. Crazy. This garbage issue polluted bilateral relations for years. Bilateral relations? I wonder what that means. I've had some bilateral relations with various people. <laughs> Unilateral relations as well. Vertical relations and horizontal relations. I recommend the horizontal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to jest in the middle of this trash dispute. But tensions came to a head in April when Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte threatened to declare war against Canada unless they reclaim their garbage. You better get this trash off my lawn or it's war. <laughs> That's some serious shit. Canada missed a May 15th deadline to collect the rubbish, but then made arrangements soon thereafter to move it back to Canadian soil immediately. Canada's Environment Minister Catherine McKenna told reporters that we committed with the Philippines and we're working closely with them. Global concern over plastic pollution has been spurred by shocking images of waste-clogged rivers in Southeast Asia and accounts of dead sea creatures found with kilos of refuse in their stomachs. For years, China had received the bulk of scrap plastic from around the world, but closed its doors to foreign refuse last year in an effort to clean up its environment. Good for you, China. You shouldn't have to take the world's refuse. Well, they were probably taking it and making money off it. They were like, well, we'll take it for a fee. They take it for a fee, I assume. Still, huge quantities of plastic waste have since been redirected to Southeast Asia, you'll be sad to hear including Malaysia, Indonesia, and to a lesser degree, the Philippines. The article says that Canada produces more waste per capita than other countries with comparable levels of economic development, ranging from the United States to Japan, according to a study by the Conference Board of Canada. The majority of it ends up in landfills. Environmental advocates argue that developed countries should stop exporting their trash and figure out how to handle it domestically. I agree. And I'm shocked to hear that Canada has so much trash. What's up with you, Canada? Cut down on the trash. Recycle a little bit. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and by the way, figure out a way to handle it domestically. I think the U.S. exports a, a bunch of its trash, too. I wouldn't be surprised to hear that. We're such dirty creatures. Not only are we dirty, we're totally amoral. We're like, yeah, let's take this trash. Let's just, let's just put it on an island in Micronesia. And we just ruin people's lives. That's the American way sometimes. I'm, I'm, that's very negative. I'm sorry. I just feel that way sometimes. I feel embarrassed. But I got to say, we should all be handling our trash 
a better way anyways, man. This whole landfill situation, burning it, like what, what, you know. We need to make friends with the aliens. Jonesy, what are you talking about? Yeah, we'll make friends with the aliens and then we'll get them to take out our trash for us, right? They got a UFO. They got like giant spacecraft. They could easily take this trash very far away. They know some planets that are just empty and they'll choose one to be our dump for us. And then we'll, you know, whatever these aliens want, we'll pay them to take away our trash. You know, what do they want? You want fecal tissue? What do you want? Do you want the most beautiful humans that we have to offer? Take them. You can do whatever you want with them. Run experiments on them. I'm totally fine with that. I don't really get along with the most beautiful people anyways. They're not my cup of tea. Yeah, we'll do a trade. <laughs> or we'll give them entertainment. We'll send Kevin Hart up there. You just take Kevin Hart with you. Take him to your planet. Let him entertain you guys for a little while. Then bring him back next year. Meanwhile, take out our trash. Billions of tons of it. And you dump it on a planet way out in space. Man, if I was in charge, shit would get done, son. Yay! Got a strange magic. Dun, 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 dun. Strange magic. Do yourself a favor. Go listen to Strange Magic by ELO. You'll love it. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. What other information do you have for us, Jonesy? What other suggestions to make our life happier? I don't know. CBD oil? <laughs> I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Weird AF News. As always, it's weird. As always, it's pretty free. And you get to hang out with me for a little while. What's wrong with that? Why listen to mainstream news when it depresses you? You listen to Weird AF News. Laugh a little bit at the ridiculousness of the world. Ha <laughs> ha. You feel better about yourself and your own ridiculous life. You say, well, at least I'm not that bad. <laughs> at least I'm not inside a Hells Angels clubhouse trying to play some digital game. You know? I am recording this from way up high in a high elevation in the eastern Sierras where I was doing a show last night on June Lake. Follow my Instagram for some video of June Lake. Beautiful place. It's like a miniature Lake Tahoe, I would describe it as. At Funny Jones is the Instagram. On Twitter, at Funny Jones as well. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Email me if you want. Send me an article. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also call the show, as always. 646-450-2012. Today I'm going to be exploring some of the more weird geological features of the Eastern Sierras. You'll be happy to, uh, to know. Jonesy, that's pretty weird of you. I know, it's very weird. Also, Jonesy, very nerdy of you. Yeah, you're right, it is nerdy. Sometimes you gotta nerd out, guys. Sometimes you gotta nerd out in nature. That's what I'm doing today. So follow my Instagram, at Funny Jones, for some of that. Oh, man, it's going to be some beautiful shit I'm seeing today. I'm telling you right now. I'm so excited. Check out my Patreon, please. That's how I pay for gas. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weirdafnews. Keep Jonesy fueled, please. On, on a variety of levels. Gas for my car. Cold brew coffee for my face. Thank you. Appreciate that. You also get bonus episodes on there. You get stuff out of it. Including that feeling of, uh, you know, supporting me. Supporting the podcast, supporting the show, which is five days a week, y'all. You don't think that takes some effort? Come on, throw me a bone. <laughs> I appreciate you. 
and bye-bye. Yo, Jonesy. I'm thinking that woman at the Walmart who ate half a cake and she was like, you know what, I ain't, ha- I ain't eat no more. I I'm not paying for the whole cake either. I kind of feel like maybe I can understand what might have happened. She went to the store after she, you know, had a little bit of medicinal. And, you know, that munchies hit her real hard all of a sudden. Right when she was probably passing by way of the cakes and the yummies, you know. And then she started to eat, you know, she gave in to the temptation and started to eat. And then I'm thinking halfway through, she was like, you know, this doesn't taste so fabulous. And, you know, if something doesn't taste like the best thing you ever ate in your whole life after you've partaken this, you know, then you can better, you better bet, you better stop eating it because it must be pretty damn bad. Okay. I'm just saying. So I can feel her. I-